Hi friends, this is Daniel Martinez, co-host and creator of the Any Given Run Day podcast. I personally want to thank you for taking the time to listen to us today. This podcast was created with you, the runner in mind. We dive in and talk to athletes of all levels, abilities, and share our stories and experiences with you. Hello, everybody. This is JP live uh, from the Texas Independent Relays virtual run here in Pipe Creek, Texas, as part of the Any Given Run Day podcast. And I'm going to interview one of the runners, Brandy Hearn. So we're going to let Brandy introduce herself. Howdy. Um, My name is Brandy Hearn. Um, Originally from North Dakota, but now I consider myself a Texan as well. And yeah, happy to be here. All right. Thank you for, for sitting down with us today. We'll start with a few questions. Okay. Like, why do you love running? <laughs> I have been running since really high school. Um, it was I had a really low self-esteem in high school, and running was the thing that made me feel good about myself. So, And my dad was a runner, and so he loved to talk about running. Uh. And so part of it was like I had this um, bond with my dad about running, um, so it was that, and then it was also that when I was running, um, it just made me feel good about myself, and it made me realize the things that I could accomplish with running, that, um, you know, oh, I didn't know I could do that. Okay, let's try something else. Oh, I can do this. So it kind of made me, kind of crossed over in the rest of the part of my life, it made me yeah. more, right, independent and um, gutsy, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So was it just running or all sports back then? Right. Um, I did some sports um, earlier on, like basketball and volleyball, and I. <laughs> it takes a little while to figure yeah. out what what am I good at and what am I supposed to be doing and yes. where do I fit. Right? True. Yeah. Um, I sucked at basketball. I sat on the bench. <laughs> Freshman year, I was done. Um, and then volleyball, I liked that, but I think by my sophomore year, like I, it wasn't my thing anymore. Um, but I was doing track from the time I was in seventh grade on and then sophomore year I started cross country as well. So I was track and cross country. Um, and the cross country was my favorite. Okay. So, so that was, that's where you found your love yes, for the definitely. sport of running. Mm-hmm. And then after high school, how did it transition? Um, I kept running after high school and, uh, I went into the army and actually running was really what got me noticed in the army too um because we had run groups um in basic training they had the a group and they had the b group so you had your fast runners um and i was the only girl that was in the a group was in the fast group and i remember showing up for pt i mean it was early four in the morning whatever time it was and i'd be like oh my god we gotta hang in there can i make it okay and i for the life of me i would hang on to that group because i wanted to be able to um to you know be that wow. only girl and right? that was all men yes yeah all young yeah oh and army. i was young too i was 19 at <laughs> yeah. the time so yeah wow so it felt good to be the only girl and the other girls couldn't keep up to be there so I, you know at least for my was there any one group. standard of measurement like for training or was it just did y'all have set miles or um i mean i feel like we went anywhere from three to five miles on um basic runs yeah and then you did other types of pt like push-ups and those kind of things but so it wasn't like every day yeah um but yeah the days we ran longer i was i was working i was working hard to keep up and so after the military you still kept running yeah 
right? Mm -hmm. um, and so what did it become then? Was what, How old were you when you left the uh, army? Yeah, I was uh, probably 23-ish, 20, 23, I think. Um, and I was a kinesiology major, so oh. um, my career, what I wanted to do was be a personal trainer. So fitness was always something big, right, for me. So I, I just always would maintain a base. Um, I didn't really sign up for races at, at the time. Um, what was the first world major marathon you had your eye on? Um, well, I ran a marathon when I was in the Army, all right? That was my first. And then um, I, I started working at USA when I got out of college. And I met this um, employee who was a runner. <laughs> and he got me thinking, I should try another marathon. I didn't train for the first one. I just went out on a whim and did it. So what marathon was that one? The first one I ever ran was the Black Horse Marathon. In what state or city? Um, Fort Irwin, California. It was on the wow. Army base. Okay. Um, a very tiny marathon. I actually placed first in my age group. All right. <laughs> yeah, there was two people in my age group. Oh Let's just gosh. note that. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, you know, it could have been a fast group. Yeah, it took me a little over four hours, and I was able to do it on literally two long runs. A nine-mile run and an 18-mile run. Oh. That was my training. <laughs> mile 20 was hard. Oh, yeah. Brutal. I hit, I hit a couple walls, and then I got through them, and so that that was cool, but I never thought I'd do it again. But the meeting the back to meeting the employee from USAA, he, he got me back into it, and so this was six years later. Wow. Um, and I was like, all right. I'll do another one. And so I ran Austin was my second. Austin. Yep. Full marathon. Yep. The hills. Was that um, a, or is it, is it, the it was ne called, negative downhill? I don't know what it looks like. It was called scale at the time. Um, yeah. But it was freezing rain. So they had to delay the start. This was 2006. And so oh, it was like gosh. 30 degrees. Um, what month? I mean, February. February. Okay. So it was pretty cold. But you know what? I had a good time. I, I, yeah. I liked it. And after that, I was hooked. I was like, all right, let's. I'll try that let's again. Let's do it again. Yeah. Let's do it again. <laughs> and let's really train, right? <laughs> yeah. Again. Mm -hmm. And then nail it. Okay. And so then where did uh, World Majors come in? Like, um, I don't know how many you've done. I know you've done one, at least. Yeah. I know which one, but I'll let you tell that. So what was your first World Major? Um, Boston. Okay. Um, That's and a good one. So after I ran the second marathon, I decided, hey, maybe I, maybe I should train and try to qualify for Boston. And so... Wow. I qualified for Boston um, running my third marathon, so I ran Austin. Three, okay. So marathon number three, I made it in. At what age? I was 20, I think 29 years old. And then after, so Boston and was so my first. So then now you were really hooked after that. I was, yeah. And <laughs> was Boston it. was amazing. Yeah. So that was my fourth marathon, which I ran like two months later after I qualified and for it. And what year was that That one? was 2008. 2008, yeah. okay. Yep. So that's one medal for yep. Boston. And then I went to Chicago um, in 2009. Another, ah, another world major. And ran that. And, and I remember about that time, um, for those who don't know, we both work at USAA, and I, I was following her posts, and I would see her posting. I wasn't interested in running at all back then. Yeah. Um, not distance, that's for sure. I would. But you were a cyclist. I was, I was primarily biking, mountain biking even way back oh, okay. then, primarily, not even road biking. So it was going way back into my transition into running. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. I wonder how they do that. And then uh, I just kind of didn't, I, I wasn't a distance runner. Or I didn't have any interest in it at the time. But yeah, that's how I would see. I'm like, okay, well, I know somebody that does it, you know, personally, I know who does it. So yeah. Okay. So you run the first one. What comes after that? After Boston, right? Did you know Boston was 
as big as it what it did you know what Boston was at the time like yes. two runners actually I knew I knew um, about Boston qualifying for Boston my first marathon that I ran oh okay um, the, the friend that I trained with and ran with he um, so it was very intentional um, or not I mean we weren't going to qualify we just looked it up cause oh we you saw that yeah we were both runners like a lot of you see those Boston times and you're like no oh. way yeah no way it's like if you especially if you start with a half marathon and True. you go I got to do this twice yeah and I got to do it fast yeah that can be yeah. overwhelming <laughs> yes when I thought about um my qualifying time when I first qual first qualified was 340 which is funny because now today um you know in my 40s it's the same qualifying time oh kind wow. of crazy right how it's every time it's yeah drop down it's come back up and you know or it's evened out so the, they move it around they have to shift the time because there's more people trying to get in so they have to make it faster but yeah. i remember looking at the men's times and thinking oh my gosh that to me seems crazy i, I didn't yeah. you know tell I, me about it i, I was looked lo- at mine and i was like no. I'm like, like oh my that's gosh. never gonna happen. You know? Yeah, right. It's like I don't, because at the time when you first see those times, mm-hmm. um, if you go to the the Boston Athletic website or you just look them up, and if you're just starting running, it's quite intimidating. Oh yeah. It's like your your mind cannot wrap around that people can do that. True. You know, especially at, at whatever age you are, mm-hmm. right? It's like if you don't get into it, and I say, oh. At, age 25 and those times are fast yeah um male and female when you get into your 40s and like me into my 50s you're like okay maybe yeah you know maybe yeah but when you first see it it's just it's shocking uh, yeah and and if you don't have any experience at all with distance it's just like uh that ain't gonna happen let me do you know let me work on stuff do other marathons True. Where you just pay to get it. <laughs> Let me just raise the I money. Can, I can do that. <laughs> That's awesome. Especially local. You know, you stay local. Mm-hmm. It's less expensive. And, you know, you, yeah. you kind of just start there. And then eventually you probably start developing a little more belief. Like, oh, true. I got kind of close. Oh, I chipped off some time. Yeah. Yeah. You true. said you chipped off from your first marathon. How much time? Yeah, my first marathon was 4.06. And my second um, with just like some training was 354 and then I went from the 354 to 338 okay um, yeah big so, jump yeah and, and that's that, just kind and of that true. was the one I was like I put in all the miles I didn't I just you know like I got the Hal Higdon's beginner plan yeah. and then you know you just three miles this day you know how it had it set up mm-hmm. your long run I did the majority of all the the runs there. Okay. The, I did you had the any, distance. Yes, I did put in the t- time on my feet. And the volume. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. More important, the volume and the time. Yeah. And it paid off. And it paid off. Yeah. It was a big drop. Was it 14, 15 minutes? Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know the math of that. But yeah. It's it was pretty close. It was substantial. That's, it was a nice drop. It doesn't happen all the time. That's no, for sure. You're, it doesn't. You're, you're hoping to shave two or three minutes oh, yeah. off a of time if you can. And that's pretty big. Mm-hmm. But... To go from one to the next. To get double digits uh, drop, yeah. that's nice. That yeah. feels good. Yeah, and then you then you set that bar. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, now. But I'm, then it gets harder to chip off that big chunk of time. And then you're hoping for seconds and maybe a minute or two if you're I lucky. I mean, me, I would just like a couple of minutes shaving off my time right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean that's yeah, definitely that. Those are those are big gains, especially when you hit a PR. Right? Yeah. So transitioning to long run, you run Boston 2008, 
and you said Chicago mm-hmm. was 2009. Oh, nine. The very next year, two world yep. majors back to back. Yep, I did. And, and then we didn't do another one until. It was a gap. Yeah, till 2018 was the next. Um, Really? I did New York. I did Boston and New York City that year. Was it raising kids, family, or the gap? I took some time off. I had surgery on my on my toe. Oh, that's um, right. You had I had some my son, so pregnancy. Um, actually, yeah, literally, I was preg- found out I was pregnant a, a week or two after I ran um, rock and roll in 2011, and so oh. yeah, so I ran with him. And my tummy, right? It was like a little pee. <laughs> Did, were you sick or anything? Some, oh, a lot of women actually. I um, I almost and... dropped out of the race because um, okay. mile twenty hit and I was nauseous or oh yep. Wow, it was awful. and you're like, in your mind, you were thinking what this was it cold or was it hot? It was really hot that year. Okay, I think that's the year we actually had maybe a. So as a runner, you're trying to figure out what's it's just the heat or yeah, because I was. How actually on track for 330 um, oh wow and that was my goal at the time not an easy course usually N- no and it's very and barren in the san out. antonio rock and roll mm-hmm. okay yeah and it's very quiet um so i was feeling good and then suddenly i was not feeling good and i felt like every you know few minutes i needed to stop because i felt like i was gonna throw up um and so it was hard to finish that race Golly, yeah i was in in tears then i'm feeling defeated and and then everyone's like then drop happened. out and i'm like i can't just quit you know so i just bared through it and finished um it yeah. Yeah, definitely was not the time i wanted but i made it and then a couple weeks later i found you out found i was pregnant wow. pregnant and i'm like oh my gosh that's why that i didn't hurt the baby you know like that's yeah. what i was thinking was like oh, i almost killed myself running a marathon like you know hopefully that doesn't, you know, I, I was really nervous about that. But, you know, my son's fine, healthy. Okay. Yay. <laughs> All right. Well, it, so and it then made... I didn't run another one again until 2000 and what, what year was that? 26, 2016 or 2017 is the next time I ran a marathon. So I had a six or seven year break in between. So some gaps. Oh, okay. yeah. That was a big gap. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next one was Boston again in 2018. Um, I ran rock and roll to qualify for Boston. Was coming back. You qualified back. at rock and roll. I, I qualified right away. Come back. Set a actually set a PR for myself. Cut, San Antonio again. Yep. I cut a couple minutes December. off my time. What year was that? Twenty. Twenty seventeen. I think it was twenty seven. No, it was twenty sixteen December because I couldn't make it into the twenty seventeen Boston because I missed the cutoff to register. Okay. So I made it was twenty eighteen. So I qualified in twenty sixteen. To PR, not only the PR in San Antonio, but to to meet the Boston qualifying standard on the San Antonio courses, I think it's pretty tough. I mean, there's hills. That that it's it, this last one in twenty nineteen was there oh, isn't was, there wasn't was, hills at the time, but it was pouring rain that year. Oh, I remember that And one. it was just like yeah. coming down into sheets. You're soaking wet and from the start. And you qualified in that mess? Well, that was good training yeah. for and Boston, And so I felt, I, I felt happy because I set a PR and I oh qualified. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. That's so, amazing. But that I was is... still disappointed that I missed my 330 goal, right? I'm still chasing the 330. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Chasing it forever. Okay. Very good. And then <laughs> um, that was 2018? When I ran Boston. Yep. Okay. Well, no, the rock and roll. 2016. Oh, yep. 2016. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it carried over because it was December. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to run in April. No, nope, you're going to take a whole. I, missed it, I call it. September I call it yeah. taking a lap because you're yep. going to lap the whole year. Yes. And go to the next one. True. Which was your your most recent Boston. Yes. 2018. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. And then so you run that one in 2018. Yep. Right. Yeah. Weather. 
The weather was awful. That's the off <laughs> freezing That's, cold rain. It's a crazy like. <laughs> it's hit or it's all or nothing. Right? It was like a surreal experience because you know you have, and Boston is different going 2018 versus 2008 because in 2008, that was pre-Boston bombings, and yeah. so now it's definitely like high, secure like. You know, they scan your bags. Like, it's very... It's airport security type. Yes. Um, and it's on lockdown, right? So it was such a different feel to be there and oh. be so surrounded. Like, almost like a somber feeling, right? But at the same time, like, I'm there. I did feel safe. Um, yeah. uh, and, you know, you get to this the, villa, the village in, in Boston. So you basically have to get downtown, get on a bus, ride the bus to Hopkinton, then you're in the village, um, which to me, it was like the same as it did for the most part that when I was there, you know, 10 years, um, before and it's flooded and muddy oh. and people are wearing all kinds of getups to try to avoid the muddiness. Mm-hmm. I brought a pair my shoes with me in a bag and I threw away, I took my shoes off and, you know, put them on a pile. I donate. recently learned about that. Not yes. only I, I, I had it's, eventually, it I eventually <laughs> learned about throwaway clothes, right? Like, yes. what are you talking about? So the clothes you take, you warm, you know, mm-hmm. you warm up and you stay warm and then you toss them. Yeah. Either some of it right before the race. And then maybe the jacket after a couple, three miles, unless True. you, unless it's just horrible weather and you yeah. keep it on. Um, but I recently, a few months ago, found out about throwaway shoes. Yes. Next level, right? It's oh, yeah. like, like, take go your throwaway your closet, shoes. Look at what shoes you've had. Well, every a lot runner, of my own. Every yep. runner has. Wait, and, I, and I'm attached to my shoes, so sometimes I'm like, I don't want to part with these. These have run this race. I qualified <laughs> for Boston in these. Yeah. I know, right? Find we, some yards or just go buy some cheap tennis shoes if know, you have it's to. Kind of, yeah, you could totally do that, too. Just don't forget to change into the good shoes yeah. when you're going to start. <laughs> don't, don't lose track of your, so, your sealed plastic plastic bag with the, your good stuff and it was dry kinda, socks it was nice to be able to um because my feet were wet mm-hmm. from just getting Sloshing around just getting through the village and then of course you have a, a good 10 minute walk to the start line when it's time to go right mm-hmm. um and then um i actually was about running late getting to the start but it didn't matter at this time but i put on my shoes i feel like i had dry shoes for maybe <laughs> <laughs> five steps maybe a half a mile <laughs> but it felt really good to yeah. have dry socks well, and dry mud. shoes to well, start and not the mud. race out not yes because yes there was a lot of mud so yeah oh that and yeah. i nearly threw away my poncho um i had a plastic poncho that i was wearing like with all my throwaway stuff yeah and and then i was like no let me just keep it on and that thing probably saved me from you know getting you. wheeled away with an ambulance because i was very close to being um having needing med- medical attention when i got done just, i mean was it hypothermia yes like i couldn't even talk oh my gosh like, i tried to call my Your husband jaws and, locked yeah up yes and, and like, um they said i was purple working. i could not oh my gosh i couldn't i couldn't even really think straight um yeah. i had some people help me and point me in the right direction they forced me to go into this hall where we all like were trying to keep warm and it was just like everything hurt and it was like hard to just even think about like trying to change a shirt or something you know (laughs) it was awful and I just wanted to get to my family and get into dry clothes and um I called my husband and he's like I can't even understand what you're saying you can't even talk clearly (laughs) so it was kind of scary but I made it to them and I'm literally like crying because I've never been so cold and miserable like in my life Wow. Yeah, so yeah, it was definitely an epic Boston experience. 
And so. that was your last one, your last yep. Boston. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you and I talked about this a little while ago, so we'll recap. Um, you had an injury. Mm-hmm. You had to go through an injury. Yeah. And not just like a couple weeks. We're talking months. Yeah. Pretty, um, pretty, um, like a pretty deep grade um, hamstring strain, right? So, and it kind of, it lingered for a long time. And then I went through um, some knee tendonitis as well, too. So I mm-hmm. went through a lot in a in a period of time, so. But then you eventually mm-hmm. would probably seem like forever to a runner. Oh, yeah. I mean, what are we talking from from onset of injury to, hey, I'm kind of running again? How many months or was it a year? It seemed like a long time. So I was I injured in October of 2017, and Boston was in April. I was still... I was starting to run again. Okay. Like just before I ran Boston in April. So Boston was a super slow marathon for okay. me. Okay. Um, I ran like 4:32. Okay. It was very well, slow. Well, but I, at the time, I I hadn't hadn't been able to run. So yeah. The training was off, and the weather was Horrible. brutal, and I wanted to play it safe. I didn't want to set myself back, and so I just chilled. It still really hurt. I still like pushed myself, but yeah. I didn't. Um, yeah, I wasn't going to set myself back, right? Okay, so after Boston, that 2018 Boston, uh, you were kind of injured going into it. Yeah. Um, you finished it, bad weather, um, got through it. And then after Boston, right, do you, do you normally tour a city after the run, or do you try to tour it before the run if you do travel? A little, a little, do a little of both. Okay. So um, definitely don't want to be like and I didn't go to Boston to really compete or you know you should go for the experience so for yeah me to tour a little bit I wanted to take advantage of the time I was there so yeah we, we toured but okay. it was cold weather was brutal, oh yeah so we didn't do a lot but yeah. you saw some of it mm-hmm. um, after Boston you get home and then is it now you're recovering I'm totally. still I'm still recovering um, and then I had New York City I was registered for oh my gosh um, you're just going after the what, world no, mate. A lot of world majors. It's November. Yeah, I'm like trying to remember months. In normal times. Yeah. So for me, (laughs) I was like, this time I don't know. I was like, let's get healthy, and then let's run, have a good time in New York. You know, like that was my goal. Was I should be able to be good and ready to run New York. So, but then I had some knee problems too. So like I literally was like had to get a steroid injection in my knee about a month before New York City Marathon, which wow. to me, yep, there we go again. Here we are running another major marathon. So you ran in April, Boston, mm-hmm. uh, 2018. Yep. And then November 2018, Yep. you ran New York. Yep. Okay, so two marathons, mm-hmm. um, six, seven months apart, yeah. which is about right. Yeah. Uh, some people run them couple months apart a couple a week apart? i don't know i don't do that yet. i know people that run them a week apart yeah from there you recover yeah and then you run is houston your next one yeah after new york city 2018 yep so anyway so all of 2019 you run any I, I um what else did i do i did some a virtual um i did virtual new york city marathon 2019 like it's hard to keep track of them, uh, yeah. but yeah, I didn't do much of racing or small racing because I just really was weary about getting injured. Okay. So it was all about focusing on what's going on that I'm getting injured. What's yeah. weak? Um, I need to have balance. Work on my strength training. Work on cross training. Yeah. Um, 
and just which you've done. Yeah. I've, I've on Facebook. I've seen your home gym. Oh yeah, I've got a great home gym. <laughs> Super important to me. Super, yeah. Especially now. Yes. Um, it's a lot of equipment. You have good equipment. Yeah. And plus, you were a fitness trainer. Yeah. So you you know what you're doing. Uh, I should know what I'm doing. You should know. (laughs) Just have to execute the plan. But I'm also a runner. And runners, mind you, we can be a little crazy. Mm -hmm. And when somebody tells us to take it easy, we may still go out for a six-mile run. So when a doctor says don't run, you're good. You know, I actually (laughs) usually ask clarification from doctors. Like, all right, when you say take it easy, does that mean I can run three, four miles? They're like, no. I'm like, all right, then you need to clearly define what easy is. Because I don't really know (laughs) what's easy. Right? Um, so I definitely think that's a good tip. You mean for like anyone. ten minute miles? Yes. Do you <laughs> oh mean eight minute miles? Now, like, what are we talking here? <laughs> Can I run four days a week? <laughs> so like, you, no. <laughs> so you recover, and then your breakout race is Houston. Yeah, I, um, I marathon wise um, of this year, right? Tw- yeah, twenty twenty. Yep, twenty twenty seems like a like hundred years ago. I, yep. <laughs> Pre COVID. Yep. Um. Yeah, I was like, all right, I want to qualify for Boston. Not because I want to go back yet, because I was registered for Berlin this year. But I wanted just to know that I could do it still after all this time. Like, that was my goal. Just to meet the time. Yeah. Not to, like... Make the standard. Yep, just to make the standard. And what was the standard for... Um, For my age group, um, 40 um, is a 340, right? 340. Yep. And so, you know, and I've been chasing a 330 for years. So a 340 to me, I'm like, this should be easy. What's like, the average moderate. mile for that? Man, I think it might be an 8. That's 340 cool. is 823 or 824 or something like that. Okay. Um, so I did all the math of thinking splits. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually, like, wrote down my splits on my um, arm. Oh, I've, yeah, I've seen that too. Because um, I was, I'm a negative split runner, so I was like, all right, I could start out really conservative, which is usually what I do, but I made it extra conservative because I put in minimal mileage for my training okay. for Houston. I didn't do any speed work at all. So what what did you start at? Your miles, your uh, average mile. I think I was. Beginning? I started at like even at 840. Um, did it feel extremely slow, or just um, right? It just felt really com- comfy, right? Okay. I was comfortable. Okay. Um, and I was comfortable for, all, you know, a big chunk of it. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I'd be like, all right, you know, and, so, and every couple of miles I'd be like, oh, I ran too fast. Okay, now I got a little bit of cush, and I'm doing math in my head. Yeah. Okay. So every three miles I was like, all right, we're taking off a couple seconds, right? Like, Do you run d- with music? Yes. Okay. I like music. I like to jam out on it. Um, but you're uh, also calculating mileage. Oh, yeah. Every... For sure. Uh, do you, I look at my watch all the time, uh, which is good or bad um, for a lot of people. I, yes. I try not to look at it uh, too much. I've, I haven't run any uh, races, half or fulls, mm-hmm. with, with music. Oh. I, I don't know. I've never really... Oh. I haven't missed it. Um, I, love... I know people do, and I love it when I'm training, and especially if I'm by myself. Yeah. I like to put on my whatever playlists I have, and, and it helps. Um, but during races, I don't know, it's just the excitement or I'm just crunching numbers all the time okay. and I'm trying to figure out, okay, hold your pace, hold your pace. Okay. Now pick it up a little, pick it up. So I'm yeah. just constantly talking to myself, but, um, I don't know. I just, I just don't run with them. Not cause I'm against it. It's just, uh, like I said, I run with them all the time uh, okay. on my training runs when I'm by myself, even short, you know, I see, I know a lot of people where I'm in five K's, 10 K's, whatever, but yeah. I guess it, everybody's just different. 
They yeah. love it. Or the, I think you I like remember you seeing don't. you in Houston on the straightaway to the finish. Yeah. You, ha- I saw your earbuds. I'll be rocking it out. Yeah. Like I'm usually just. <laughs> maybe I'll, I maybe love I'll music. Run fa- maybe I'll run faster. If I, I feel try like it. it keeps my cadence right. Like there my are feet steps. There are um, specific. And then also for that. music moves you. Like um, it makes you feel things. Right. Oh like, yeah. To me, like certain songs get me emotional. It's, songs pump me up. So it it is like a. a constant cheerleader for me so what device do you use <laughs> i'm old-fashioned mm. i have my ipod shuffle <laughs> i love those they're small I know. it holds small. hundreds of songs mm-hmm. it's definitely four hours of songs oh yeah plenty and you know what i've done on there sometimes is i load some some really quiet like soft like slow songs in the beginning that are relaxing and then got skip little, it when you got a little frank sinatra on there for the start <laughs> because in the start of a race you need to go out blazing. You don't need to be pumped up. You're all like, oh, yeah. you know, you need, you need somebody to, to slow to ba- you down a little bit. You're and trying so, to back it off. Yeah. I'm like, I always recommend that to my friends. I'm like, put on the slow stuff First, in the beginning. Cause you're going to be yep. adrenaline rushed. Mo- yeah. So, cause most people, you know, they blow themselves out the first little bit and then you'll, you'll see them way later on in the race yeah. when you're um, running past them, you know? Yeah. So music it's- can help with that. And Houston's a flat course. It's very flat. Mm-hmm. And um, I've heard there's more. Are you? Do you have a preference? Um, I can guess, but asphalt or concrete or mixed or it doesn't matter to you. I prefer like asphalt, like road. Road. Like okay. Concrete road. can really beat up your legs. Yeah, a lot of runners are, are no, feel that. Yeah, um, for sure. It's 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 weird. Like for me, when I first started running a couple years ago, I'm like. What do you mean asphalt's easier to run on and versus True. concrete? They're both very hard surfaces. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I think it's probably the the imperfections in asphalt and the street oh, that help your shoes absorb and shock uh, or the shock. Concrete is just flat yeah. iron and concrete, yeah. rebar and concrete. So there's yeah. no. Now I've heard the second half of I've never run the full in Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've only run Houston once and I've only run the half, which was this year, the same yeah. year you ran it. It's a great race. Um, mm-hmm. I heard the second half has more concrete. Oh, I guess. Uh, or if it, I don't know if it's even noticeable, if it's just I don't, mixed. I don't feel like it's noticeable. So, like, to me, hearing that, I'm like, oh, um, I guess I didn't really pay attention to that. So okay. it must not have, like, really a- affected, affected me. You. No, because yeah. you still qualify. Yeah. And a lot of my training runs are done on a mixture. You know, like, I run on the frontage road of the interstate, right? Okay, so, so your body's trained. Um, there, if there's a sidewalk there. You have to use um, it. Sometimes I, I will yeah. because, you know, and if there isn't a lot of traffic, then I'll get on the road, right? And yeah. then if I see cars coming, I'll hop up on the on the oh, sidewalk. But that sidewalk, it beats up your legs. It does. For sure. It, it really makes a difference. But because I'm training on it, maybe I'm used to it. I don't know. It helps, um, I think, because on, on marathons, you're going to get maybe a little bit of everything. Oh, yeah, you for know, sure. Everything from potholes to same Same thing with, like, to... hills or your terrain, right? If you're only training on flat roads and now suddenly you're in a hilly course um you're in yeah. for a little bit of it's a gonna, surprise it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a longer day <laughs> that's for sure you're gonna feel that one yeah so after houston 2020 you qualify you you hit what you wanted to do mm-hmm. um, yeah and how does recovery go from that marathon for I, you i felt Since like you it were went coming off injuries it went really well um, and I still was like, I, I need to do some homework and still need to continue to keep my body like progressing. So now I can slowly start to do some speed work. Right. So that's kind of where my mindset was. 
Um, and I did go see somebody to check out my running gait, doing a little analysis. Oh, nice. That was awesome because he told me that my form was really good. But we did notice that I had some, like, glute med weakness and tight mm-hmm. hip flexors. Joined and the so club. To me, it was, like, about prehab. There's a lot of us in that club. Yes. <laughs> so, it, and really, it was my tight hip flexors blocking the signal to my glutes. Once we, oh, my gosh. Once we did that, everything is fine, right? Wow. Um, so, I don't really have weak glutes. It's just my hip flexors are the main problem. So okay. really trying to um, to work on that. And so prehabbing versus rehabbing. And yeah. that's kind of my rule. Just getting stronger. Did get some knee pain because I overstretched my hip flexor. Oh. Yep. That, that can happen, y'all. Ouch. <laughs> um, but then that was just a two-week setback. But um, other than that, it was going really well. Okay, good. So. And... Um... Then you have another injury after that. And then the coronavirus <laughs> happened. And yeah. when, you know, when you're stuck at home, you got a lot of home projects. So, um, you know, I'm Oh, a, that's right. You I'm guys, I've seen those pictures, man. You guys go, we're talking <laughs> like sled, sledgehammers, <laughs> zazas. I do it all. We do it all. We're going to move this wall. We're going to take that wall out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can't do that. Yeah. We, I, me and my husband have remodeled like five bathrooms now, I wow. think, total. Um, yep. Yeah. And so we have two more to do in our house, but now this is combining houses of, you know, moving and things like that. But yes, we love to do that kind of stuff. So I was painting my son's, um, bedroom wall, like doing a little treatment on there. And then I had needed to run into the other room to get a different brush and I'm barefoot, of course. And I slam my pinky toe into the hoverboard that was left out in the hallway and broke my toe. Broke her toe. Yep. Was this how many months ago? Um, this was just well, two after months ago. Houston. This was like March 31st. During so. the pandemic. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't want to go to the doctor because I am not didn't want to risk getting oh sick. Oh, my gosh. I self-diagnosed myself, um, buddy taped my toe, and put myself in a boot for a good four and a half weeks. And so you're starting back running. Yes. Yep. Right. Which brings us to today. I know. We're at the Texas Independent <laughs> Relays, like I said in the beginning. Uh, this is originally a relay that goes from Gonzales, Texas to Houston, Texas. It's a 24-hour race. I think maybe 10 or 12 runners rotating shifts, yep. 24 hours. Everybody running anything from well, like three? 5K to 10K each mm-hmm. for 24 hours, yep. which is where we are. You're waiting to go yep. now yeah. in, a, in about an hour maybe or uh, a couple, three maybe hours. Maybe three hours. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> And she'll run her leg, which is going to be about three to four miles. Um, uh, This team is captained by my tape, and it is for um, suicide awareness and prevention, raising awareness for that. And she's put together primarily, I think it's primarily a military team combined with veterans. I don't know if anybody's active military, but we do have some. Okay, very good. And um, that's why we're here today in the outdoors. You can hear the birds chirping, and we have little ants on our table here that we keep flicking off (laughs) i'll try not to get bit but the weather's quite pleasant right now it's cloudy it's It's a little breezy the sun i think the sun did peak out a minute ago but it it went back in and i think the cloud cover will stay for you guys Uh, some real quick questions now okay um do you prefer road or trails have you ever done trail running i have done trail running um I, i guess i would prefer road but i definitely don't mind a break on the trails yeah really it's just the trails is you're constantly scanning your lane for like rocks and uneven surfaces so you really have to like 
watch yes. down. You're looking yes. down a you lot. Have to I focus. Was, I mountain biked, and I was. You're always looking kind of yeah. down while trying to look up at the same time. True. Um, I guess it depends how technical the course is, right? Yeah. If you're running on all dirt, yeah, or a combination of dirt and sand. That's easier mm-hmm. than trying to run through rocks yeah. and cactus and watching out for rattlesnakes and stuff like that. Your favorite shoes? Um, Saucony um, is my favorite brand. I wear the um, Freedom ISOs, um, but I've also been a big fan of the Canvaras. So those have wow. I've been okay. with Saucony for a long time. Okay, yeah. we all have our favorite mm-hmm. brands, and we're kind of afraid I am oh, to yeah. switch. Yes. Um, but I think I need to just to see the difference. Yeah. Um, I think most of us are probably just afraid of if I switch shoes, am I going to get injured if I do some runs, you know, because I'm not True. used to this style or design yeah. of shoes. There's a lot of good um, places out there that will um, take a look at your feet, the way you walk, the way you run, and then they can recommend a shoe, like they know their oh, shoes so well. Yeah. And I like places like that. Mm-hmm. And it's always good to just try a different brand, and you know. You never know. You never know. It could yeah. be the one. True. Um, do you have a favorite athlete? My favorite running athlete. or non-running. Um, or, well, I guess they all. I really run, like right? Stephanie Bruce. Oh, um, yeah. I follow her on Instagram. I notice and... a lot of runners will follow the same runners. Hmm. Right? Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, their Instagram. She's a mom. Um, I like that she just puts it all out there, very blunt. You know, even to things like, you know having to go to the bathroom tummy issues while you're running like she's very straightforward on that has no shame she's She's like hey yeah she's real (laughs) um i bought one of her shirts that says grit on it and she autographed it Um, oh nice but yes i just think yes it's all about having grit like getting in there getting your your hands dirty working hard and going after something you want and so definitely like following her i was rooting for her in the trials um and she was close so i think uh, one of the things this this covid19 pandemic has given I was I'm just so thankful that mm-hmm. we were able to get the races in that we did right it yeah. happened right after the marathon True. season yeah right um everybody was able to run their normal mm-hmm. October November December January maybe even February marathons yeah or races in general that they were training for yeah and then March happened and so that's when it threw the wrench into the whole world but instead of you know, being upset about races coming up, I was just, I tell my kids, you graduated two years ago from high school, you graduated, you know, we just kept going back and look at all these things we were able to get in. There's a lot True. of people that had those things planned yeah, and they're not happening and it's, it's very sad. So, um, I'm trying to look at this as a time to be thankful mm-hmm. for what we just were oh, able definitely. to accomplish up until, you know, say March 1st, yeah. um, or February, whatever the case was. Um, and then looking forward now everybody's saying okay is the rest is this marathon season canceled all the way through december or january we don't Possibly. know nobody knows yeah i think of course everybody's postponing mm-hmm. and then eventually canceling because it's just kind of a wait and see yeah um which is the next question how's uh covid19 affected your running or training or has it not at all or um well the broken toe was like a damper until the broken toe happened I was I felt like I was this is a great time for me to really dive into my running and mm-hmm. improve so maybe this is a blessing not doing any races yeah and I can really focus on you know weight training um, doing everything injury, right yeah um, uh, rehab strengthening yes. what's uh, hurt you what's in weak. the past yep exactly um, so I feel like it's a good time to just like 
do that homework. The right? stuff that we know we're supposed to do, but we, but we don't. don't we, we get caught up in things, right? Yeah. And I'm always a lone runner anyways. I'm always by myself running, so I don't feel like it's affected me that way. Um, and um, and races, there's a lot of virtual like options now. Like I'm yeah. doing an at-home, what's it called? The home half marathon. Oh. Um, and I just need to like turn in my time by you know like a certain deadline and then I get my medal you know so I'm like there's still the opportunity to go out there and better myself as a runner even if it's not in the community of runners so yeah and so this one is a virtual run today yes Uh, I mean although sort of not virtual but it's sort of yeah we're uh basically it's uh Texas Independent Relay has about 200 teams um and they had originally um planned it for March then it got postponed and then it got switch to a virtual so there's Mm -hmm. other teams around texas doing the same thing um doing their virtual run but as a team yeah and then i think i'm not sure how the timing is i'll talk to maite about that yeah um as far as how they're gonna calculate all that i don't know if they assigned a chip to every team or how it works but they'll figure that out Mm -hmm. but uh, that's gonna conclude our interview today i I really enjoyed listening Um, to your your running journey, uh, I've I've even though I've followed you on Facebook for many years, um, we didn't really get to talk about each each progression from yeah. from my first race to my second race to injuries and recovery and of course coming back out of that. Yeah. And then then like me running after the age of forty, <laughs> after the age of fifty for me. Yeah, they all have their challenges um, for sure. And for me, it, it was. Now my kids are all older. Mm-hmm. They don't need me as much. Yeah. Take <laughs> so I have a you. little more time. Yeah. And um, But I know a lot of runners are going to be able to pull a lot of ideas mm-hmm. uh, from you, um, listening to your story, um, what you do, how you do it, right? That's important. Every runner does something different. Yeah. And then you just pick bits and pieces of what might work for you and testing. Sure. And then you find your place in the running world. And yeah. it's going to change from year to year. Look That's at, true. Especially this year. It's you like, adapt. Yeah. Well, thank you. That That is uh, Any Given Run Day. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, we will post. Uh, our link is almost always in our uh, bio. And you can follow us on Spotify or at the Run Club's worldwide website. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Any Given Run Day podcast. Feel free to reach out to us. And if you have not done so already, please make sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you may listen. Please leave us a comment and a five-star review if you liked what you've heard. Until next time.